0: Joan Marlowe was, indeed, a cockroach. After surviving the shipwreck she had caused, she ventured into the Holy States, stealing and hunting to survive. But without her rhymes, it took crusaders only a couple days to find her trail.
1: Keep running, keep running. Three o'clock, five and eight, they're surrounding you. You're faster, keep running. Get down! Behind a tree, stay there, stay there. You're not bulletproof anymore. You're weak, weak.
0: Bring me that woman.
1: Let me clear, Marlow. You're not dying here. Three o'clock. He's getting closer. We're running out of time. Do it. It's not safe. Hands together. Now sign the word, Marlo. It's not safe.
2: Break.
0: The earthquake Joan had created echoed all the way to the heart of the country. Not in the soil itself, but through the bark and branches of old forests until it reached the mighty trunk of one of the oldest sequoia on earth. A tree that a lone woman liked to climb, almost every day. Her name was Nessa. Dark skin, with darker hair streaked of grey and calloused hands. Without ropes or harness, she climbed, her fingers confidently gripping on the smallest irregularities of the trunk. Her legs, propelling her always high, and she was sweating, she was grunting, but she was smiling. And then came the wave. Nessa felt the change and immediately she let go. Arms to the side, she kicked the trunk away, clenched her core and flipped through the air. Her legs brought together, she landed on a branch two meters below, rather casually. Like this was a regular thing to do when you lost your grip 200 meters away from the ground. The tree itself hadn't moved, of course it hadn't. It was on the other side of the country, but still the wave had traveled, carried by one of the oldest communication network on earth. Miles and miles of roots and mycelium roused awake by a familiar touch. Nessa took in that wordless whisper and let it wash over her too, wherever else it went. Once the quiet had returned, she called a name. Cece. In a flurry of wings and talons, Cece landed by her side. A young witch with a crown of auburn hair that turned into long, elegant feathers as they went down her neck and covered her arms. She spent most of her time in that form, halfway between a woman and a bird of prey.
2: I heard. We have a sister.
3: (laughs) Whoever you are, you better be running. And you better think you have a chance because... I love a false hope. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: I have my hands in the air. I don't want to hurt you.
3: Oh, what a relief. A little Sherazard's magic. Are you a friend of hers?
0: Can you please put down your weapon? This is completely
3: unnecessary. (laughs) (sighs) You're not going to, are you? What do they say here when a man is about to die? You tell me, mate.
2: And Tempest dropped from the ceiling. But Sandy was quicker. He dodged the sign and aimed his spear. Already Caleb was waiting for him. Oh. The earth erupted under Sandy's feet, launching him in the air. Tempest material right above him again and struck with her scepter. You ever get hit by a train? Uh...
0: Uh, a train of thought. Yeah, you've derailed a few.
2: This is the point in the recording where I get struck by the number one witch in the world can I have my moment.
0: You asked.
2: It was rhetorical.
4: That's great. Fuck you. Okay, okay, so you got hit by Tempest the Tank Engine, and then... Mm-hmm. I was
2: thrown back down, and part of the wall I landed against collapsed at once.
0: That ought to do it.
2: Ah! Not ideal. Why? I didn't think
1: she'd go right through. That vault's occupied.
0: What the hell? Uh, Talia, oh
4: my god, what, what happened? Are you- You- uh, Fight! With all the dust and chaos, I saw the glow in Talia's eyes a moment too late. Somebody grabbed me by the collar and literally threw me into the fray. My wings swirled in the air and I torpedoed through the opening in the wall and soared to the ceiling.
1: Handle kind of the girl. I got this one. Who
4: are you people?
1: You're Thompson's friend, aren't you? Who the fuck is Thompson? Asher Thompson.
4: The, the look on my face was all she needed.
1: Yeah, you are.
4: Before I could reply, I saw the earth lunge at Talia. Rock and dust and mud got a hold of her legs and tried to pull her down, but the strength of Samadhi kept her afloat. It was only a matter of time, though. It was too much to fight against. So I dove. Without thinking. Faster than even Tempest anticipated, I forced Caleb towards the mist and the spell broke, freeing Talia from the earth. The queen materialized right behind me, but my wings pushed against the ground before she could strike, and I jumped back next to Semidee.
5: Caleb.
6: Sorry. Third anchoring.
4: We need to get out of here. This is, this is bad. But the music just got good. I hate you. I FUCKING HATE YOU! And the ceiling fell, the whole ceiling turned to sand and fell. The last vault had been torn open. Walls scattered away by the biggest shield I had seen to date. And you were right here. You got timing, sister.
1: Who built these fucking cells? Caleb, who did this?
4: You seemed different, Elio. You didn't acknowledge either of us. Your eyes seemed absent. It wasn't you, just like it wasn't Talia, but I I didn't know at the time or I I mean I I wasn't sure and no. It
0: just wasn't it just wasn't what I wanted. I don't remember a single word I said, I guess. It might have been my lips, but it wasn't my voice. And through me, the goddess called.
5: Are you the one they call Tempest? Queen Tempest. Yes, so we are cousins, both daughters of rage. Elio. Who told you that story? I was there when it happened. And I'll be there this time again.
3: What are you talking about? Shh, grown-up talk.
5: The
1: last time the Earth raged, this world was almost destroyed. Who are you to try risk it all again?
5: I'm not the cause of her wounds. The world ends if no one can ease her pain after she wakes. And You think you can? Your elders knew how to save this land. I know how to save mine. Ask your crown, it knows the truth. It knows me. Lower your weapons, spirit. Baron.
3: The spear flies. It doesn't matter if I hold it.
5: Appearances matter. I would have thought you, of all spirits, would know.
3: Yeah, yeah, shut up. There. Is Her Majesty satisfied?
5: The wings. We are relatives, Your Majesty. Please, hear us. Tempest. Stand by. Will you give me a day, spirit?
3: You're not considering it, are you?
5: I've waited hundreds of years for this. What's a day?
3: More than enough to get fucked over.
4: Somebody tried to leave, but the ground split open and swallowed him up to the waist. I'm going to piss on your
6: grave one day.
1: I want all eyes on them. Make sure no one leaves.
6: They're prisoners. They'll tell you whatever you want to hear.
1: The crown gave you an order, Caleb Joyce.
4: (laughs) She tapped the ground with her scepter and the sand Elio had scattered rushed towards her. Like the bodies of a thousand snakes, it coiled around the queen, then rose and crashed against the ceiling. Congealed, cracked, and crystallized. Under terrifying pressure, a diamond wall now stood between us and Tempest. One day, she
0: said, and then vanished. Leaving Caleb to watch over us.
3: Nice work, sister. The Queen, I'm not sure, but we can definitely take out the big man. What's your
5: plan? We wait, Baron.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 you're right.
4: And he winked, like he was in on something.
5: This is no game. Let them rest. Who? I can feel your pool through the ground. Whatever skeleton you found below, let them rest.
3: Who are you being so loud for now? The queen came and talked to you first, is that it? Did you strike a deal? How much, sister? How much did you sell us for?
5: She can send us back home.
3: Oh, is that what you want from her? Sister, she'll throw you into the mist, all right? But if you think she'll bring you back...
5: Then dig, Baron. Dig and die, because the man outside is begging for you to try.
4: Ilio. I don't... I don't remember how we got here.
3: Where's... where's Samar? Oh, of course. Is that why you're being so mighty and grave, sister? Shirazad is having tea with her new mist friends and your little toy is upset she sold us out. Your face changed, Elio. I remember it so
4: clearly. I think... I think it's because you had been so detached... Just this whole time, nothing in your eyes or or your lips, not a smile or a wince. Only when it broke did I see the mask you'd kept on your face this whole time. Her mask. But for a second you appeared and... (sighs) It's like your face distorted entirely, every aspect of it pulled against each other. Blood dripped from your sleeves, coming from who knows where, and your hand formed a fist, and the red lines went between your fingers, almost froze, coagulated, it almost became, I don't know, a, a blade, armor, or just spikes, but then it dropped to the ground. Her hand opened up, and the mask was back.
5: Her blood saved us all. And make no mistake, Baron, it won't be in vain.
4: The Baron frowned, weighing that answer in his mind. And then he smiled. Finally, finally, someone with the same drive as his. Me, I... I just backed up against a wall and fell down. I I know it's selfish, I don't even think I'm wording it right, but if if Samar was gone, and clearly so was Elio, I was, I was on my own again.
1: From beyond the veil back to your kingdom, answer the crown. The gold and platinum, oh ancient king, I seek your
5: wisdom.
6: Tempest.
1: My apologies for disturbing your rest, King Thomas.
6: When are you getting that crown fitted lass? You're shaped like a migraine.
1: You're shaped like a dead cunt, Thomas.
6: Aye. what can I do for you?
1: I have a prisoner downstairs, a goddess from the old Americas. My memories are yours if you wish. You'll see what I'm talking about. She says the Earth is about to rage in her lands, and she wants that power. She wants to kill the old man with it.
6: Yeah, yeah. The elders know her. Bit mad, they say. Bit mad. They reckon the first crowns knew her best, but there's almost nothing left of them. It would take days to piece together their thoughts.
1: I don't have that time.
6: Then can I ask, Why don't you mind your business? Let them settle it, it's their land.
1: It became my business when they got to my shores.
6: And now they're leaving. Either they kill the old man and you're all set, or they wage war and tire each other out, ripe for the taking.
1: And the same power that forged our crown? How do I make sure it doesn't fall into the wrong hands?
6: Well, if you want something done right, Yeah, of course. You were not just chosen by the people. You were chosen by the land. When the witch hunt started here, 500 years ago, and when the earth almost shrugged us all off, it's not to the people the first queen went. She spoke to the land and the ocean. She said, trust your daughter. She'll make it right. And she did. You carry that legacy with you. And if the land rages again...
1: I'll make it right. Aye.
6: Trust yourself, Tempest.
1: I was hoping for a little more than advice you'd give to a seven-year-old.
6: Then stop acting like a child.
1: Sometimes I wish we could have been ran at the same time. How deep I would have buried your balls under the sand of the arenas. You
6: wouldn't even have qualified in my time.
1: Thank you for your counsel. Your majesty. Ah,
6: don't majesty me, you bobber.
0: Tempest took a deep breath and opened her eyes. The sun was high in the sky already. Emerging from her meditation, she couldn't quite tell if it had lasted that long or if she had slept through part of it. Either way, she got up, somewhat rested, and sent a message to the wind.
1: Bring them to me, Caleb.
4: It had been a long night. Somebody pacing around like a caged lion. Elio. Silent like a statue. I just breathed closed my eyes, and waited for it to pass. If, if I kept staring at the ceiling, keeping the sky away from me, I, I would have gone crazy.
0: It was... I remember it like... Like a, like a nightmare. But in
4: the moment, I... I don't think I was fully processing it, so... it was... fine. And I hate that feeling. I was just told... One of my friends died, and I should have been shattered, but I i don't know. I hadn't seen it. I couldn't conceptualize it. I guess my mind almost kept forgetting about it, getting bored, and I'd feel ashamed because I should have been devastated, not bored. And Elio didn't even care to check on me. Samdi was on his bullshit, and I, I started getting angry. I started getting really angry. Out of nowhere, almost shaking. My hands clutching my knees, sweating to keep my wings from deploying. And I got angrier at myself, because no one needed another meltdown right now. So I was on my own back against the wall like a lunatic, almost foaming at the mouth, thinking about how fucking useless I was. Eventually, Sam D noticed, and he thought he'd distract himself a little, so he walked up to me. And maybe part of me didn't even try to resist, maybe the urge was too strong, but I, I felt my wings stretch out above me,
3: trembling so eager to lunge at him you know you're not gonna hurt this buddy so just put your stuff away <sighs>
1: i'm not
4: doing well baron <laughs> okay i'm not and and when that happens i usually fly or i cut through something and right now i don't have anywhere to fly to so you know uh <laughs> you, you know you uh, know uh the the frog and the scorpion have you ever heard that story do you understand me baron And he didn't talk to me for the rest of the night, so I'll call that a win.
0: Tense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. I know it sounds empty. I, but I'm sorry. I should have been here. It's
4: it's whatever, man. I, if I could have given the reins to someone else, I'm sure I would have done the same thing.
2: Yeah, your deal is so different to ours.
4: I mean, you know, you guys have gods. I have a philosophy. I mean, there's not really anyone to escape to. It's it's just, it's personal. I define it. So it wouldn't really make sense on its own, would
0: it? I'm not sure I get it. I'm not sure I can
2: explain. How did you become a host? I don't think you ever told us. It's
0: not really the kind of thing you asked. Yep. I feel like I told you guys, right? If you did, I don't remember.
4: I mean, either way, it's, you know, long story short, I hung out a little too long in the cemetery.
2: Okay. Make that short story longer then, Because what?
4: <laughs> <clears throat> I, I mean, I'm not even kidding. I, it was a few months after my mom had died. You know, sickness, people say. Cemeteries are always eventful, as it turns out. Lots of emotions there, shreds of regrets, wishing things were different, lots of faith really, but a, you know, a a subtler kind, faith that our loved ones can hear us somehow, that we're connected, so you throw a little boy who just wants answers, or Somebody to talk to, somebody that could help him make sense of it. And he wishes enough for the world to hear. Or maybe he made a rhyme out loud by accident, you know. Whatever it is. Birthed a spirit. And they met in a cemetery. So the little boy thinks this must be Mr. Death.
0: Mr. Death. That's...
4: um that's what i used to call it
2: i don't know if this is sad or cute
4: you know if i if i ever write a book that's going to be the title so i believed um the spirit was was death and the spirit agreed it shaped itself through my beliefs and it was it was beautiful it was it was like a it was like a gift from her beyond the grave you know um A pair of wings that she could hold me with. And with time, I I started forgetting about that. How it it felt that first time. I think I even started resenting her for it. Because I... I don't know if I would say it ruined my life, but it certainly made it interesting.
2: Do you believe gods are just spells?
4: I wouldn't be surprised... That's how they started, at least, but I wouldn't
0: bet on it either.
2: Hmm. Interesting theory.
0: Yeah. Or heresy. Yeah, I mean, everything's heresy to someone, so... Going back to what you were saying at dawn, when Caleb lured the diamond wall and brought us to Tempest's chamber, do you remember what she said?
1: The crown agreed to your wish. You'll be sent back to the Americas, you'll be given rations and clothing, and if you survive your task, we'll meet again.
5: In better circumstances, I'm sure.
3: How are we getting there?
5: Same way you got here.
3: I'd rather take a boat.
5: I don't give a shit, I'm afraid.
3: You're telling me you don't care if we get caught? What we could tell them?
1: What could you tell them?
3: I don't know. I see all the black stones. Kalsaras everywhere. And I can hear the ocean. Any rock doctor could narrow it down to a dozen places.
1: Have you seen the ocean that you speak of? I mean, you might have actually. There's a window right there.
0: And she pointed to a wall, a dark stone wall like every other. No windows.
1: No? Nothing? We could be in the middle of a shopping center right now and neither you nor the shoppers would know about the other. Matter of fact, there's a makeup shelf right there behind you.
4: We turned around and. it was. there. Just like a, a a whole shelf stocked on both sides, the, the kind you'd find in the middle of a mall. And it, 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 it kind of does something to you when you realize you have no way to know if it's an illusion, if it's been here the whole time, or if she just created it from thin air. Oh, or, or maybe she even teleported it, I, I, I don't know. And then it just vanished.
5: Or is it there? (laughs) Woo
1: Dark stones in the ocean. Shut the fuck up. You have no idea where you are.
3: You're so beautiful when you get mad.
4: Listen, I'll give him that. He shut her up for a minute. I mean, she just stared at him. I assume, was considering how to, you know, throw him out the window. The window that wasn't actually there, but she finally said,
1: Caleb, will you please restitute their belongings to these people? We need to get them ready.
0: Right away.
4: We're we're leaving right now?
0: Tempest got up from her desk and hit the ground with a scepter. The pentacle revealed itself around us, carved on the ground.
1: Close your eyes and grab each other. Whatever you do, don't resist, because I will bring something on the other side, even if it's just a hand. Thank you.
4: Wait, wait, hold on, wait. Asher, is is he alright?
1: Oh, we're asking questions now. It's a fucking town hall, is it? I said grab someone and close your eyes. Do I need to get a translator or a set of ropes? That's what I thought. And you?
4: She turned to you, Elio, and took out a necklace from her pocket. A kalsara the size of a finger attached to a leather chain.
1: If you meet him, crush this against the ground and call my name. Wherever you are, I'll find you. This is more
5: than we could have hoped for. And <laughs> you're not
1: prepared for what's after you.
5: I hear your warning, but I won't be the same on the other side of the ocean. Show me then, cousin. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for listening to Desperado. This week we celebrate the return of Emma Blackley-Peach as Joan, and we welcome into our cast Georgia McKenzie as Nessa, and May Konishi as Cece. Elio is played by Sammy Suisi, Talia by Tami Ige, Shinji by Tibet Boyer, Asher by Patrick Hutchinson, Sam D by AJ Bediaco, La Katrina by Carolina Hoyos, Tempest by Sophia Ingar, and Caleb by Reese Downing. If you'd like to know more about Desperado, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Desperado underscore radio, on Tumblr at Desperado Podcast, or on the Hug House website, where you can also find all our
3: transcripts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.